Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Daily Churn. Today is going to be a recap of the things I churned in November. And I say things because it's kind of expanded beyond just credit cards and banks. One thing I've been pretty excited about recently are all the cell phone deals that are out there. And I've sort of kind of slept on this and it's been around for a while, but I'm kind of new to it, but I'm sort of discovering it now. And yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty lucrative. So have quite a few of those queued up along with some credit cards and banks and brokerages really were the ones that brought in a good amount of money last month. So starting with banks, the big one that posted last month was the $750 Chase business checking account bonus. I think that one was depositing $10,000 and doing 25 debit transactions on Amazon. Um, So that's what we did. And it posted exactly 75 days from account opening, which is exactly what their terms said it would. Their terms, I think it was 60 days from account opening, plus give it 15 days. So exactly on the mark at 75 days, the bonus hit. So if you're still waiting for yours, that's the the time frame to kind of keep your eye on. Then Lily, which is one of those fintechy app banks that I signed up for, I think a month or two ago, was doing a targeted offer, which I think like everyone got targeted for this. So it might have just been everyone who opened the Lily account, but it was deposit $25 and they'll match you $25. So both myself and my P2 did that. And essentially Lily gave us a free $50. Unfortunately, even though the extra bonus was nice, Lily has been pretty terrible to deal with. Now, if you signed up for Lily through one of the Swagbucks offers where it required you have a pro Lily account, which costs $4.99 a month. Make extra triple sure that they've downgraded your accounts to a standard from pro, because that's what we did once we realized that we were never going to get those Swagbucks because Lily has just completely botched their integration with Swagbucks. And it sounds like also with my points and drop where those points are just not posting because Lily's not sending over the data that you signed up for Lily. So we decided just to call that a loss and downgrade our pro account to standard and got a confirmation back saying that our account's been downgraded. Now we checked our accounts a few days ago and we've been charged at $4.99 in October and again in November. And so finally I emailed them back again being like, hey, what's going on? And long story short, essentially, it sounds like they have only one person working customer service because the same person who confirmed my account was downgraded before was the one who replied to this new request where I was like, hey man, what happened? You confirmed it's downgraded, but you're still charging us. Can you refund us? And he essentially just ignored the fact that this account should have been downgraded like a month and a half ago. Try to get me to stay on pro being like, what can we do better to keep you on pro? And also ignored the part where I wanted a refund for this. Finally, he relented, downgraded my account to standard. I replied back being like, hey, if you can't process the refund, can you escalate this to a supervisor? Completely ignored that part as well. Then I tried this on my wife's account. Same kind of story. So that's how far we got with Lily. But yeah, definitely left a bit of a sour taste. Would not recommend them. If you have money in there, definitely just go in for the bonus. Get the money out immediately so they can't then charge you for these fees. So I guess instead of it being $50 a profit, it ended up being 20 for myself and 20 for my P2 once you subtract the $4.99 pro fee. Before we move on to brokerages, I did want to quickly mention Treasury Direct, which I'm going to group under banks. It's not something that I've like made money on yet, 
but there is a really good deal right now. And you may have heard because DOC posted this originally and he got it from Tipswatch, which is a blog that monitors treasury bonds. And so essentially what it is, is that right now, because of the surging inflation, there's these bonds called I-bonds and I-bonds have a variable interest rate, which right now for the next six months, that variable rate is set at 7.12% return. So compare that to like even HM Bradley, which is only offering 3%. These bonds are offering 7.12% for the next six months. Of course, after that six months, it's going to be adjusted again based on inflation. So quite likely, even after that six month period of 7%, it's not going to drop back down to zero. They always match inflation. And so I'd imagine it's somewhere in the range of three to seven or potentially even higher uh, rate of return. And so I don't want to get too deep into treasury bonds and how to do them. DOC has a good post that I'll link to. And you can also go to the Tips Watch blog. But the TLDR is that each calendar year you can deposit $10,000 per person. So both myself and my wife just put in $10,000, then that resets on a calendar year basis. So in January, if you'd like, you can put in another $10,000. In our case, we're going to put in $20,000 more. And the idea is to leave them there for at least the 7% period. But most likely, I think we'll keep it there as long as the interest rate looks good. The penalty for withdrawing early is you lose three months worth of interest. But when interest is set at 7%, it's still worth it even if you're going to withdraw early. So we kind of just see it as an alternative type of a place to park cash, similar to H&M Bradley, but in this case with way higher returns. Now, one thing to keep in mind for signing up and actually buying treasury bonds is their website is pretty terrible, but that's fine. The issue though is when you sign up, they're most likely going to request that you verify by mail and there's a form you need to print, sign, and actually get a medallion notary stamp. So not just a regular notary, a notary that can do medallion stamps. And again, I'm, I'm pretty new to all of this, but I guess bank notaries can do medallion stamps for free. So we just booked an appointment at Chase, had the Chase banker review the form, put her medallion stamp on it. Then we sent it back to Treasury Direct because your account is in this suspended state until they receive that form. That whole process took about two, maybe three weeks from beginning to end. And we were finally able to buy treasury bonds last week. So keep that in mind if that's something you're interested in. Worth researching if you need more storage options for money that you have sitting around. Moving on to brokerages, the big one that posted was the Charles Schwab bonus, which was $500 for depositing $100,000. And it doesn't just have to be money. You can move stocks. For example, we moved stocks over from Morgan Stanley and that qualified. And the bonus took exactly two months to post. So not a bad return, but I would probably recommend checking out the episode on interactive brokers first, where they give $1,000 for your $100,000 deposit, and it's prorated for anything less than $100,000. So it's essentially double what Charles Schwab is giving. So that's, I think, a better offer. But Charles Schwab is good in the sense that the bonus is not bad. And if you are in the market for a Charles Schwab Platinum Card or Charles Schwab checking account, where ATM fees and foreign transaction fees are reimbursed, then having a Charles Schwab brokerage account is a prerequisite. So it's useful as well in that sense. Next, we have Nadex. Nadex I signed up for a few months ago. It's a binary trading 
options platform. <laughs> it's not as complicated as it sounds, but um, I got the bonus for that a while back, but I got a couple more referral bonuses in November, which is nice. One from Dave, who's a listener on this podcast, and a couple other anonymous folks. So thank you guys. Really appreciate it. The offer is still available. And one thing to keep in mind is that DOC just posted that crypto.com has bought Nadex. So these offers are most likely going to go away pretty soon once crypto.com integrates everything. So if you've been thinking about doing it, now is sort of the time. It's $200 for signing up, depositing $1,000 and making five binary option trades, which if you go on DOC, there's comments, including mine, that kind of walk you through how to do those trades. It's really not as bad as it sounds. So it ends up being one of the easiest brokerage bonuses out there, especially if you have a P2 and you can refer each other. That's kind of just extra free money because you get $100 also for referring someone. So in my case, it ended up being $300 in November from Nadex referrals. So yeah, that was kind of a nice unexpected bonus. Next up is credit cards. No new card bonus postings in November. However, I did open a Southwest Premier card for 60,000 points. I opened that exactly 31 days after I opened the Southwest Performance business card for 80,000 points back in October. And the reason I'm doing both of those is that should translate into 140,000 Southwest points, actually more than that once you factor in the spend, which will instantly qualify us for the companion pass for all of 2022 and all of 2023. So if you're in the market for a companion pass, definitely check out the Southwest episode, but I think they just upped the personal card offer as well. So there's a lot of different ways and permutations now to get the companion pass. And that's a really, really good deal if you have a companion to travel with. Spend-wise, I think I'm about $500 away from meeting the 3K spend on the Premiere and $500 away from meeting the 5K spend on the Performance, thanks largely in part to Black Friday. Yeah, Black Friday is probably our favorite unofficial holiday of the year just because so many things go on sale. And if you are doing the like lean fire or fire thing, meeting spend can be challenging except during Black Friday. And I would highly recommend during Black Friday, just figuring out what you need for the entire year and just buying it in bulk now at these huge discounts. For example, we just bought a year's worth of dog food at 25% off and it's our dog's favorite dog food and it never goes on sale for the rest of the year, but we were able to buy a whole year's worth. And the funny part with that is we just got an email that had 14 separate FedEx tracking numbers because uh, a year's worth of dog food is 14 25 pound bags of dog food. And I guess they ship in individual boxes. So uh, yeah, I kind of feel a little bad for the FedEx guy, but it really is kind of the way to do it. If you want to save money, we do it for shampoos, conditioners, dog food, so yeah, never have an issue hitting spend during November and December. All right, so next up, cell phones. I'd originally planned to cover some of the crazy deals that um, are showing up on Slick Deals and some folks have sent over to me on Reddit and on the website. And yeah, it's a pretty crazy time for really amazing cell phone deals. But I started recording it and it ended up being already like 20 minutes long and I hadn't even gotten halfway through offers. So I'm thinking I will do a part two to the churning SIM cards episode where I'll go through that stuff more in depth because these offers are still active. Best Buy has a crazy trade-in offer. Costco is doing a bring your own 
device, $300 rebate offer. They just extended their buy one, get one offer on iPhones through the end of the year. Yeah, there's a lot of content there. So uh, I will move that out of the recap and instead just talk about some of the things that actually came through for us in November, such as the $200 gift card from Visible for purchasing an iPhone 13. I did that a few months back where it was that gift card plus a HomePod mini. Now they've actually upped the offer to $200 plus an earbuds of your choice. And the best one price-wise that you can pick is the AirPods Pro, which retails for $250. I think you can sell it on eBay for like $160 to $180. So double what you could get for a HomePod mini. So definitely a pretty good deal. The $200 gift card posted pretty much exactly on the payment date of the third month, which is what their terms were. You need to pay for three months of service with Visible after you purchased the iPhone 13. And yeah, right on the dot, I got the Visible offer. So I've been pretty pleased with them. I actually referred my wife over to Visible as well. And their referral offer is essentially, you get a month for $5 and the person you refer gets their first month for $5. On my end, now that I have the gift card, I'm probably going to cancel mine. But it's a pretty good option if you need more data. And my wife tends to sometimes need more data. So I think we're going to just keep her on visible for the foreseeable future at $15 a month. Because remember, if you have an Amex Business Platinum, the $10 credit actually works on visible. So your $25 monthly bill for unlimited data is actually only $15, which is like a pretty good deal. So if you want even cheaper phone service, I'm personally, I think, going to move over to Mint, which has a really good deal right now, too. If you're curious about all these deals, I did a summary post on the LeanFire subreddit. I'll link to that covers some of the deals on Slick Deals that you can get right now for service. But Mint essentially is $45 for six months of service at four gigabytes of data a month. So I think it ends up being like seven or eight dollars a month, which for me, I don't go through more than four gigs of data. So that works out better than Visible. But we'll keep my wife on Visible. A couple folks actually joined Visible last month using my wife's referral link. So thank you, anonymous referees. Really appreciate it. And that basically brought my wife's bill down from $25 a month to $5 a month. I guess technically from 15 to 5 because of the Amex credits, but we'll just count it as a $20 gain per referral. So $40 total from referrals and $200 from the Visible MasterCard. There's also a bunch of cell phone deals that I'm actively working through right now. None of those have actually translated into money yet. I've got some activities planned for the week of hitting up Walmart to pick up an iPhone, then go on a Best Buy to trade the iPhone in, then go on a Costco to do a BOGO line, then listing those iPhones on Swappa. So it's a whole thing. Um, but hopefully... In the next month or two, some of that will translate into profits and uh, they'll be covered in the next recap or I'll do a separate part two to the churning SIM cards episode. But yeah, lastly, we have cashback sites. So the way these cashback sites like Rakuten and Be Frugal work is that you earn the cashback and you don't get the cashback immediately. They like pay out quarterly and November 15th seems to be the date that they've decided on at least Be Frugal and Rakuten. So I got some money there. Be frugal. That was a weird one. I got $157 on be frugal for cashback for November that I did not earn. So hopefully no one working at be frugal is listening to this and tracks me down for 150 bucks. But the weird thing that happened essentially was this was, I think a few months ago, back when I was testing out uh, buying groups and uh, BFMR specifically, and I was trying to place Dell orders and 
you know, those never ended up working for BFMR, but I was on the Dell site and I was trying to buy, I think, a laptop. And I had the Bfrugal little piggy extension. And when Bfrugal activates, it like opens a new tab and then self-closes the tab. And then your cashback is tracked and activated. So I'm not sure how that works on the back end, but that's what it does. And something weird was happening where when I was activating Bfrugal, multiple new tabs would open and then close and then be activated. And I went through the whole checkout process with Dell. Like I placed all my orders, etc. And Dell, the way they were canceling these BFMR orders was first it accepts your order. And then a few minutes later, you get the cancellation email. But somewhere in this convoluted process, some data was being lost to my benefit because Dell didn't communicate that some of these orders were canceled, even though they auto canceled them after. So Bfrugal never got the data that the order, even though it was placed, was then later auto canceled. But on top of that, something weird was happening with the Bfrugal extension where it thinks I made like $5,000 of purchases on Dell even though I only ordered like one or two $600 laptops. So it somehow tallied it to be 5,000 and gave me the Dell cashback for it, which turned out to be $157. But man, if that had happened during the 15% Black Friday thing, although I don't know if Bfrugal is offering 15% cashback or if it was only Rakuten during Black Friday. But anyways, that would have been some crazy amount of money that I figured they probably would actually try and come after me for. But who knows if there's a loophole to be worked there, but uh, yeah, no idea what happened there. Then there was also Rakuten, which was legit cashback, which I got $34 total from, $15 from signing up for Visible. So actually, if you are going to join Visible, make sure you install the Rakuten plugin and activate that cashback. It didn't actually post automatically. I had to message them, but I took a screenshot during checkout of their plugin saying the cashback was activated. So. $15 there. And then the rest of that Rakuten cashback was actually buying Oculus Quest 2s for BFMR. And I think it was only like one or two percent cashback on that, but I'd bought like a whole bunch of units. So yep, free money there. And I mean, side note with the Oculus, actually, I ended up getting one myself because GameStop was doing a really good trade in. I think they were offering 300 or $350 for trading in your PS4. I guess consoles right now are hugely backordered and, and in demand and people are just buying old units too. And I had a PS4 sitting there, got 300 or $350 for it and just traded it straight in for a brand new Oculus Quest 2 for myself. And man, that thing is amazing. I had no idea that we were at this point in virtual reality where it was already this good, but boy, yeah, uh, I know this isn't a, a tech review podcast, but crazy stuff. This is definitely the future. But yeah, I've been enjoying playing with that and got my Rakuten $34 of cashback. So all in all, tallying up everything on the bank end, there was the $750 from the Chase business account, $40 from Lily. Once I take out the fees that they kept charging us for $790 total for banks. Brokerages was 500 from Charles Schwab plus 300 from Nadex for the referrals for 800 total on brokerages. Credit cards, nothing really, just meeting spend and opening some new cards. Cell phones got the $200 from Visible plus $40 of credit from the referrals, so $240 total there. 
then cash back the $157 mysterious be frugal money that we shall never talk about again, plus the $34 of Rakuten for $191 total from cashback sites for a grand total of $2,021. 2021. That's too funny. But yeah, pretty good month. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. As always, all of the links that I mentioned are posted on the dailychurnpodcast.com. If you want to support the podcast, my referral links are on the site as well. Really appreciate when you guys use one. Make sure you let me know so I can thank you on the next episode. Otherwise, I will catch you guys next time. Happy holidays. See ya.